Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andy Arnott with Amy Wees. And this is a Seller Roundtable Extra, and we're just hanging out today, Amy. We are. I'm excited. Yeah, totally. I, I like the open-ended uh, uh, bantery. Is that, is that a real word? Can we call it bantery? I think so. Well, first you have to tell me what is this background photo here? Oh, you? this is this is Boise. Uh, you can't say Boise. If you say Boise, we know you're not from here. So you got to say Boise. 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 Did I do that right? Yep. There you go. Yep. So, so Andy recently moved to Idaho from California. I did. And it's, it's, it's like a breath of fresh air minus all the smoke blowing in from Washington, Oregon and California. Besides that, it's a breath of, breath of fresh air. <laughs> yeah. The fires in California are really crazy right oh, now. Gosh. Right. And aren't there some in Washington too? And Oregon. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole West coast is burning. There's some in Idaho as well, actually up North, but, uh, they are, uh, they, they seem to uh, handle it better here. I don't know if they're more used to it or if they do more preventive stuff here, but I, I feel like they seem to be able to get it under control a lot quicker here. So I don't know. Yeah. That's Enough amazing. of the smoke. I, I, yeah, I'm just glad knock on wood that, you know, I'm not having to evacuate for the third time, you know, so. <laughs> so I was talking, uh, we were talking before, you know, we went live here about, um, I've just been like pumped lately. Have you guys ever taken the time to actually reverse search your own product, your own products, and look at the keywords that you're indexing for and kind of like delve deep into those and then reverse search your competitors and see what they're indexing for and then look at placement for each of those. So for example, you guys know I have like a litter box product, right? And one of the keywords, like, I was like, do people even search for that? <laughs> it was super weird. So I looked it up and sure enough, people do search for it. And I was on page one, right next to my closest competitor right now. So, and my ads were showing up there too. And they were on the top of page one. So I, I, that's, you know, kind of part of my growth plan is I'll look from a customer perspective and be like, you know, what's going on. But today, I did what I do with clients a lot, which is we'll reverse search competitors and we'll take a look at their placement. And, um, and so today I was pleased to see that for some of my products, some of these keywords I was ranking really well. And then I went off of Amazon and I searched it on Google, those same keywords. And my Google ads were showing up, Google shopping ads were showing up, um, organic placement was really good. My Amazon listings were showing up there. So I was like, wow, okay, this is really awesome. And then I did the same thing with one of my other products that I kind of have let go. <laughs> and yeah, it was really disappointing. And, um, and I was like, but you know, I looked at my closest competitor and they are kicking my butt. Like they are like rank 1000 in, out in patio. So they're selling like 60 units a day and my product is better than theirs. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like letting all this stuff just kind of drop off. Um, and so, you know, Rashida and I sat down today and we're like, we could totally do this. If we put the same effort <laughs> into some of our other products, 
into this product, like we can totally revive it. So we're creating all new PPC campaigns and really paying attention to those keywords. Do you ever do that, Andy? What's your like, what's your, give us all your secrets, ranking uh, strategies. Um, <laughs> no, that, that is, that is a great one. Um, yes, yeah, is to, to do the reverse ASIN lookup. Um, I also just like to use general SEO tools, right? So I always go and look at, uh, you know, what people are searching for on Google and maybe integrate some of those into my Amazon listing. Also eBay, people forget about eBay. You know, eBay is a e-commerce platform and they, they have an open API. So you can find tools that will give you free um, eBay keyword data. Uh, and also with YouTube, I use multiple sources to find my keywords because then you can really get, and then of course, you know, uh, you used a ton and to the public, um, you know, if you go through all these different sources, you can really kind of take the five to 10 top phrases from all of those different sources. Some of them will be the same, right? So, you know, if you're doing a dual insulated water bottle, that's probably a top 10 result on every, you know, from every source. So, um, you know, but then there's going to be extra ones in there that you may not have thought of that people are searching for. Um, and a lot of times, you know, on YouTube, it'll be a question, right? Same thing like answer the public. And so, you know, you can, you can kind of stuff your listing with that question and then give the answer to that question in the listing, like, you know, you know, have, you know, you know, is your dual, is your dual uh, insulated water bottle keeping your ice cold? You know, no, well, guess what? You know, like in other words, you know, take the questions that people are asking about that product or even that subject and, and then wrap it into your listing. So what, by doing that, you get a couple of things going. Number one, um, you know, you're probably going to rank better on Google itself because now that keyword is in your Amazon listing, your Amazon listing has a high domain authority. If you don't know what dom domain authority means, it just means it's a trusted source, right? It's like if, um, you know, if CNN, uh, or well, actually mainstream media, I don't really trust anymore, any of them. So, <laughs> but anyway, if you put in like a trusted, uh, you know, wall street journal or something like that, it's a trusted, uh, quote unquote, trusted source. Uh, that holds more weight than, you know, if I did, you know, uh, Andy's dual water bottle.com and tried to rank on that, you know, compared to trying to rank on Amazon, it's night and day. So, uh, you know, domain authority is, is great on Amazon and you can use that to your, uh, advantage in terms of ranking organically on places like Google, Bing. Um, I've actually been seeing a lot more traffic from, um, uh, I think it's pronounced Baidu, you know, Baidu, the, the Chinese search engine. Um, some, some more international search engines, things like that. So, um, definitely, uh, some, you know, some ways to get free traffic and free sales by using just some organic, uh, keywords that nobody else is really thinking about. Cool. Yeah. I mean, um, and, uh, so we actually had Susan on the live. She asked, Amy, can you do a reverse search to show how you do it on a product? <laughs> So I actually use Andy's tools for this. <laughs> he has a tool called Pandora. And so I just put that in there and I just put in the ASIN, but there are a lot of, um, you know, that's one of Andy's paid tools, but there are a lot of free re reverse search tools, Susan. So you can go ahead and put in Amazon reverse search into Google and you'll find lots of tools and you just put the ASIN in there and it'll show you all the keywords that you're, competitors are indexing for or advertising against. That's where they pull the data, right? Andy, do they pull it from advertising campaigns? Uh, general, well 
Yeah, generally, um, yeah, advertising. And then also, I mean, of course, Amazon doesn't share that, right? Uh, but through their various APIs, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, their, um, uh, the affiliate API, which I think they've changed the name of now. So there's multiple different ways and, and you know, ways of um, getting that data. Cool. Yes, I like it. So what else? The other thing too was YouTube. Um, YouTube, when I did the Google search, I was really happy with my Google ads showing up and my organic placement on Google, but I was not happy because you guys know when you search on Google, the first thing that shows up is like three YouTube videos, you know? And uh, I was like, oh no, those are my competitors. I need to be on these, um, on these YouTube. So I was thinking, all right, I actually had my daughter when she was working for the business the other day, I had her researching all of the YouTubers that we would want to potentially set our product, send our products to for unboxing. And, um, and then specifically give them those keywords that we want to be featured for. And then what I did also, I've had customers send in product review videos and I have, I discovered this on Pinterest, you guys. So no matter what your business is, if you're wanting to rank for certain keywords on Pinterest or Instagram or anything like that, hashtags work really, really well. So um, one of our customers, she did a review on her like famous cat page of our product. And I reached out to her and I was like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Like, can I use this video that you created? It was already public, right? It was on a public cat page. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. And so I used, I posted it on Amazon and I also created an Instagram watch video of it. I did, or Instagram TV video. And I also did on Pinterest, um, I posted it on Pinterest. But in the hashtags, what I did first is I searched for words like auto-suggested words on Pinterest. And I'm gonna, I can't wait for Andy to give me more tips on this because he even has a Pinterest, um, a plugin for Pinterest for keywords and stuff. But anyways, so I tested this, right? I looked and I searched on Pinterest and I just typed in the word litter box. And underneath that, beyond that was like um, smell, uh, hiding, DIY, furniture, you know, that kind of stuff. And for Pinterest, that makes sense, right? But I wanted to highlight that video for litter box smell. And I put in hashtag litter box smell, right? And that video is like top of search on Pinterest. So that's a really great way to also, as you guys know, maybe, or you don't know, but Pinterest shows up on tons of searches organically in, in most search engines and a Pinterest pin lasts a really long time and it gets repinned to all these other people's boards and everything. So I was super excited about that. And I was thinking, how could I creatively get, maybe I can do a giveaway and have some people do some, some more video reviews, that kind of thing. Um, but how can I creatively use more of those videos and get more organic placement across YouTube, across Pinterest, Instagram, all of that. So what do you think, Andy, about that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and what you want to do is, um, I think it's called the content pyramid um, that um, Gary V put out like a year or two ago. It's like a slide deck with like a bunch of different slides. 
But what he suggests, which is to take uh, exactly what Amy said and kind of take it to the next level in terms of, you know, maybe record a longer video and then cut it up into smaller pieces and make it more relevant, like one for Instagram, one for, um, you know, uh, Pinterest, whatever. Um, and then and then kind of, you know, focus on sub talk topics, just like Amy was saying, like, you know, stinky litter boxes, you know, like, oh, nobody's really covering that. And if you title your video on YouTube, stinky litter boxes, and nobody else has thought of that then when somebody searches that on youtube and a lot of people don't realize this but on google itself if there's no video yet on a specific keyword you will actually show up on page one of google sometimes even a, a, above a lot of other like really relevant websites so you know taking those keywords and um you know building kind of a content pyramid i believe is what what if you search uh, for gary v content pyramid um you know he kind of explains that but i mean if you can pair that kind of uh, strategy with keywords, that's where you can really get a lot of bang for your buck. And almost, you could probably, you know, get the equivalent of like 10 to $20 of free advertising every day if you, you know, spend a decent amount of time building that content. So to me, it's definitely worth it, you know, uh, to build that content and get that, that free traffic. So Andy, Leonard wants to know how we go about managing our Pinterest and driving traffic to our listing and website. Yeah. So th there's, there's kind of, you know, probably three different ways that you could do that in terms of Pinterest, right? So Pinterest is you spend the time manually to actually get in there and, and really um, interact with the, the platform, right? But then you're pulling yourself away from, you know, other activities. Number two is you have a VA, you know, kind of, you give them an outline, you give them kind of a process and you, you send them, you know, send them out to do you know, maybe you're just hiring them an hour a day to, you know, build content for you. So that's another thing you can do. Another, uh, you know, another way to do it is to try to, you know, find some type of tool or automation to help you, um, you know, with that. So Amy mentioned that um, I have a tool. <laughs> it's been, it's been neglected though. So it's not working right now. Um, and the reason for it is the uh, Pinterest API team has just been impossible to work with. So if you work for Pinterest and you're listening to this podcast, um, please reach out to me because I've literally, like, I even went to like the head of partnerships and he got back to me on LinkedIn, but you know, still nothing's been done. So I'm, I'm getting really frustrated because it's such, a, I get tons and tons of people, uh, messaging me about, uh, or emailing me about that plugin and, you know, asking, Hey, like, it's not working. Like what, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm waiting on Pinterest, you know, they're still not getting back to me. Um, so, you know, those are kind of the three ways to do it. Um, but once again, you know, we've talked, Amy and I've talked about this a lot, but you, you need to know where your audience is, right? You know, is your audience on Pinterest? It is getting much more diverse in terms of it used to be mostly, you know, women, housewives, things like that, uh, really on the platform. Uh, but now they're really trying to get more men into the platform. And it, uh, it definitely seems to be working. Um, we've also mentioned how Pinterest is, you know, more of a, a search engine and that stuff sticks for a little bit longer than a lot of other social channels. Um, but my whole thing is like, you know, I would say it de really depends on your product, right? Um, if you have a very visual product, you know, Pinterest might be a good one because it is a visual search engine, but you're, you're looking at Instagram and Facebook, also great channels, you know? Um, but and I would have... say Pinterest is definitely middle of funnel too, right? Because yep. it's not like people go to Pinterest to research. Like I always create boards for like inspiration of what I want to do, like, um, creating, you know, redecorating a room or, you know, um, and so 
I create that, that board for inspiration. And then I'll take that board and go and look at the store for things to buy. Like I literally, when I redid my kitchen, I pinned all these boards and then I took, um, I took that to the store to buy all the supplies at, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot. And then I also gave that to my contractor to look at and say, no, I want my cupboards like this. And I want hardware like this. Um, and so when you're using Pinterest for a funnel, like you are Leonard, um, you want to make sure that if you're driving them, number one, that that it's something that's trending on Pinterest that you're starting your funnel with, right? And if you're asking them to leave Pinterest to go check it out, you want it to be something that's gonna pique their interest, right? And then once they get there, you wanna make sure that you have something that's going to keep them there, that they feel like is exclusive and awesome um, because otherwise, if they're just like, okay, wait, you know, um, I've already pinned that, I've already saved it, I'm good to go. It's, it's harder because Pinterest is more of a, a save and go back, come back to this later kind of thing. Would you agree with that, Andy, or? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I definitely agree that I think that that is the overwhelming way people use Pinterest, right? Is to kind of come up with almost like a cluster of ideas, right? You know, they'll go out and, you know, say if they want to sell on Amazon, they go out and they, you know, maybe find videos or content and they're pinning in, in that one subject, you know, matter. And that's actually why Pinterest is so powerful is because it's kind of like, uh, you know, human curated, right? Whereas everything else out there right now, for the most part is, you know, generated by either algorithm or AI, which is kind of the same thing, but AI is a little more advanced, you know, a little less uh, hands-off. It's kind of building the algorithm, um, you know, for you. Um, so, you know, that that's a whole nother subject, which by the way, we need to do, I, I, I'm going to see if I can reach out and get some AI people on because, you know, that's to me, um, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the, the things that have come out in the last even couple of months is, is absolutely insane. Um, you know, if you think your job is safe now, uh, wait two years, that's what I'm saying, you know, whether it's to sell selling on Amazon, whether it's, you know, managing PVC, whether it's, you know, just about anything, um, AI is taking over and going to do a better job than any human. So, um, you know, I've been thinking a lot, uh, lately about how I can leverage that for myself and my own businesses and things like that. So, um, but like I said, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, in terms of Pinterest, the other thing that I love to do on Pinterest in terms of um, ranking organically for keywords on my website, I'd like to use, uh, let's say I have one piece of content, right? One blog post, for example, and I know it's a high interest thing. What I'll do is I'll, I'll create five different pins for that one blog post with all different titles and pictures and stuff like that and I'll pin it to different boards of interest. And that way I'm driving um, traffic to my website from all across Pinterest and I'm able to rank for those keywords um, up across Google and everything else. So it's a really great way, just like if you were to make a YouTube video and you were to like repurpose it or cut, cut it up into pieces, you know, and you were to do each one with different keywords. Um, that's a really great way over time. I mean, I just looked at our blog post the other day and I'm like, man, we've got a ton of blog posts. We've got a ton of content here. Um, let's create five pins for each one of these with different titles and different kind of angles. It's still, you know, it's covered in this blog post and drive even more traffic to our website. The other thing that people are not 
that I have on my, on my launch list that not everybody does is guest posting. If you're creating amazing content, if you're the authority, you are the authority, you're the brand owner, right? If you're an entrepreneur who has awesome products and awesome brand line, and you have information about home decor or about taking care of cats or anything like that, guest post. You can literally submit articles. So today I was searching for um, some topics and I found um, a couple of really popular blogs that I would love to be featured on. Um, one of them was like cat catalogical or something like that. And I went onto the blog and I started looking through the content and on the bottom, it says, write for us, right? They're always looking for content. So that's a something that you guys can do if you're wanting to drive even more organic traffic. Um, I, I learned this, I was looking like it was something about the top 10 sifting litter boxes and it was on like three different major blogs and it was just written by a pet copywriter. So I could either hire that pet copywriter or I could make my own list, include my product in it <laughs> and submit it to any one of these um, blogging sites. So really, you know, take advantage of media. Media is always looking for new contributors, new posters. So get out there and guest post, you know, because um, you could really be featured across you know, so much internet traffic just by doing that. So mix it up with Pinterest, with your content, all of that. And it's really going to pay dividends. Yeah. So, so doing, using those channels to, um, to, to build backlinks to your, uh, you know, to your e-commerce store, not, I mean, you can do it for your Amazon listing as well. Like I said, you know, domain authority works really well, but it also works great to, um, you know, get people to your, your own website. Um, so that's two different ways to do it. You know, you can go direct to your Amazon listing, or you can go, uh, if you have an e-commerce, you know, Shopify, WooCommerce, whatever, you can go uh, direct that way. But you can also like, you know, have a combination of two, you, you know, one of the other really cool things you can do is to reach out to a lot of these people, you know, um, Amy was talking about blogs, you know, you can do blogs and guest posts, you can do, um, you know, interviews on podcasts or uh, YouTube channels. Um, and the other thing that's really cool that a lot of people don't think about doing is, is pairing that with like free product, right? If you go to, you know, a cat, you know, YouTube uh, star and you say, hey, like, I want to give you 10 free of, you know, XYZ. Um, all I want is, you know, is you to, to, you know, do a quick review of it. Um, and then I will also promote it. And then that way they, it's win-win, right? So you're getting your, your products out there, but the channel owners also getting more subscribers and things like that, because now they're like, Hey, you can win all this free stuff. If you listen to this episode, um, you know, so that's another really great way to do it. Um, you know, so find Andy, just to be clear, you're giving them a free product to review, but you're also giving them like another 10 products that they can give out to all their followers. Exactly. Right. So it's like, Hey, you know, come watch the video and, you know, comment, uh, you know, I want that or, you know, uh, kitty poop or what, you know, whatever it is that you want them to, to comment, you know, down below and, and then say, you know, out of the, out of the people who are, you know, here to watch the video and, and, you know, stay till the end, we're going to pick 10 people to send this to for free. And then, um, you know, and then sometimes what can happen, even when you do things like that is some of those people might be micro influencers who are watching that influencer. Right. And then they post a, about like, Hey, I, I found out about this cool thing. Here it is, you know, or you can even reach out to the people who commented and, you know, say, Hey, can you, you know, put this up on your social or, or can I get some feedback on it or whatever? Um, so a lot of these 
techniques you can combine and make it even more powerful by, you know, kind of cross posting and, uh, and, and using influencers and things like that. I love that idea. And I also it reminds me of this thing that Carlos Alvarez posted about, um, what he does is he goes on Yelp and Foursquare. And so let's say you have like a coffee product, like a, a product that's related, like maybe a cool coffee mug or, you know, you, whatever, like it's some kind of product that's related to coffee people, right? Uh, people who love coffee. Um, and you go and you search for coffee shops and people who left reviews for these local coffee shops on Foursquare and Yelp. Well, most people use their social profiles on Foursquare and Yelp to leave these reviews. So now you can go find these people on their social profiles and you can be like, hey, you know, I saw that you left this awesome review for Joe's Coffee Shop. I love Joe's Coffee Shop too. I have this really cool coffee product. I would love to get your input on it, you know, and just see what you think. Like your reviews are awesome. You know, would you mind if I send you one and you can give me some feedback? And usually people that write reviews, they just really like to write reviews. <laughs> so it's a great way to find people that might be willing to become brand ambassadors for your product or might be willing to share their opinion on your product. You know, and you wouldn't necessarily have to ask them to leave a review right then and there, but you could send it to them, get their feedback, and then, you know, see, hey, well, would you be willing to share it on Facebook or, you know, create a quick YouTube video, something like that. But I thought that that was, um, that that was really a genius way to find people who already like sharing their voice and their opinion. Um, and then also you can always reach out to that business owner too and, um, you know, kind of make a partnership with them. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of people don't even think about white labeling their products and um, working with local businesses for stuff like that, so. Thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.